0: Hi, hello, welcome. This is the interview with Adrian Kenyon, an architect from Balculta. This clip was used to put together the full-length documentary Behind Closed Doors, The Life of an Architect. If you're thinking of entering the architecture or interior profession, you've got to see it. That link is going to be up above or in the description below to check that out. But without further ado, let's get on with the interview.
1: I'm Adrian Kenyon, an architect here at Balculta. How long have
0: you been
1: doing this for? Uh, I've been doing architecture for... Well oh, about 10 years now, almost, yeah. But I graduated in 2010. Yeah, so been have had it since then. Yeah,
0: and why architecture? What made you want to be an architect?
1: I did a few things before architecture. I started a science degree. I did some engineering drafting for a bit. I worked in cafes and that kind of thing as well, like everyone else did. The appeal of architecture was, at the time when I was looking what I wanted to do, was about... The mix of creativity and, um, I guess, you know, the more rational kind of science side of things, which is my, my I guess, my background in school. And so uh, being able to mix those two was, was quite appealing. But, you know, since then, I've really sort of found it um, to be quite a vast profession. You can really explore various areas. And it's not a one-phase thing. There's a lot of scope to explore what, you, what you're interested in, uh, across scales or topologies or whatever you want to do. So, yeah. I
0: guess it wasn't character development. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you have any hobbies outside of architecture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, to,
1: um, I, I like to make things, a bit of, kind of woodworking, uh, furniture making, that kind of thing. Can't claim to do it very well, but um, yeah, I, I quite enjoy doing all that kind of that kind of gear. My better half, my wife, she's she's a, a sculpture installation artist, so we're welcome to collaborate on stuff as well. So she she runs the show. I'm, I'm kind of the lackey, but um, I quite enjoy that process of being involved in the um, less architectural, more uh, ephemeral type projects as well, which is which is really good fun. Um, aside from that, um, ride bikes, face the kids around at home, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much me. So.
0: How well did your education prepare you for the things
1: you're doing today on a scale of 1 to 10? That's a very good question. I think on a scale of 1 to 10, it prepared me for what I'm doing today really quite well. So probably, you know, a 9, a nine out of 10. You don't learn everything at uni, but you, you get a really good grounding in stuff that you don't learn so much on the job, I think, in the design, in the thinking. I mean, you learn thinking on the job too, but the, that design thinking, having a real solid grounding in that, was is really valuable and that's predominantly been the work that I've done. A lot of upfront, sort of front-end work in projects, more so than the back-end and in that regard, the uni's been really good. And then all the technical stuff and the other things that you don't learn at uni, you, you really pick up from people that you work with. I think that's the key is tapping into the right people to, to learn what you can from them. So. What do
0: you think are some of the biggest differences or perhaps some of the biggest similarities between your education? university yeah. and the things you're
1: doing today <laughs> one, th- one thing I think that got me was the speed at which things happen in practice um, that's probably the biggest thing I started working for a small uh, residential firm when I, when I graduated I were working for them while I was at uni and not to say we we're, were moving slowly there by any means but it was a different pace when I, um, when I shifted to a bigger firm I just it blew my mind how fast things were happening all the time. The grounding that I had at uni was really good for that because you know the base skills that I had enabled me to to adapt to that and to pick up the pace. So I guess the having to deal with you know standards and codes and all that kind of gear is, is the other part of that too. Um, that and then the the whole contractual side of things you don't you don't really touch on a lot. Um, so learning that kind of gear has been um, been a bit of a learning curve. Similarities really design process is um, you know it varies wherever you go but I think the structure of say studio subjects through uni has been really good because it gives you that kind of iterative challenging design ideas and pushing through a design and working through the issues and challenges on each particular project that was quite a similar kind of style of uh, of working so it's been good
0: So if you could sum up your experiences of architecture school in say one word or a couple of keywords or one sentence to go back to
1: that. of architecture school yeah, yeah, that oh, was fun <laughs> at the time it was, it, was, it was fun and it was loose and it was, you could do you could do what you like yeah. um, and that was probably the, the best part about it looking back <laughs> definitely um, the, the freedom that you had there without the constraints that you have in reality I've done some tutoring as well I always suggest to people do what interests you follow what you want to do now while you can once you're in practice you, you are sort of you've got a real client and you've got a project that they want to do so um yeah the freedom you have at uni is really great in the morning do you
0: have any kind of morning rituals or routines like say when, it's, when you first wake up or when you first get to the office is there anything that you kind of go through, or do you just get stuck
1: into it i think it changes from time to time depending on what i'm working on there'll be times where i need to be very structured about what i'm doing just to get through the what i need to get done other times you might be across four or five different projects so you're trying to just juggle things you're just kind of getting by you know some would say you probably need to be more structured in those times too, but um, I mean, personally, I don't really have any sort of morning rituals or anything. I'm I I'm roll out of bed, throw some clothes on, and try and get to work on time kind of um, approach. Yeah, not really. I'm not I'm not a huge kind of routine person, but uh, yeah, I think being organised is is pretty critical to uh, no, managing work. Like uh, or, 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 a or, a or always or have you know? a coffee. Always have a coffee when I roll in. Yeah, that's that's pretty important.
0: What are some of the most common activities or most common tasks you're working on? Well,
1: again, that really varies, but as I mentioned before, I've sort of done a lot of front-end work on projects. Again, that's changing too sort of across a few different bits at the moment. The d- design work involved in you know, putting a building together is, is something I do a lot of early concept stuff and then actually the, what I really enjoy is that process of taking an idea and then making it, massaging it into something that works. I think that's probably my, my favourite part of the process. I guess that sort of design development, sketch design phase is where I really... You really enjoy it but even then sort of into, into contract docs is still a lot to be said for that there's a really uh, it's a really good good phase too but in terms of what i do i'll do a lot daily tasks it's a lot of rabbit based work design work design testing testing different different options different ideas distilling that down and you know talking with the team about what works what doesn't making decisions and moving forward i think that's probably the i guess the high level summary of what i what i tend to do so um yeah um, oh, and thousands of emails. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Clients and consultants and anyone else, yeah. Um, and Actually, back to, back to your learning curve question, how to write a good email has been one. Yeah. Um, and that, that takes a while to, to get, get into, this, get into the, to the swing of that. What do you enjoy most about being an architect? So is there
0: anything else,
1: I guess? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think one of the best things is having the influence over a, a space that a lot of people can... You know enjoy or hopefully enjoy being able to have a say in how those how how spaces go together and know that that will affect hopefully for the positive um you know people's everyday enjoyment of their workplace or their house or whatever it is be able to think through some of those moments of, of their every, everyday life as well and i think too just bringing together the idea and the pragmatics and trying to mesh mesh that together to make that work that's you know the day-to-day where i really kind of enjoy the profession so yeah, yeah. on the other side
0: then i guess what
1: Oh, where do you start? No, no, not, not at all. Um, I think architecture is a profession that you have to want to do. I think if you don't want to do it, you're probably not going to enjoy it. You can't make yourself do it because it's quite demanding. Timeframes and, you know, you squash... Tight timeframes are always never never particularly enjoyable, but at the same time, there's something about them that you, you kind of get that buzz that you get when you're you know working like a crazy person. So somehow they're weirdly enjoyable as well, I guess. And, and this is not that you don't enjoy it, but some, one of the biggest challenges I think is managing clients, particularly when you have a large group of you know a client group and i guess managing that process of working through with multiple people multiple ideas and trying to distill down to what a building might be you know clients are essential to what we do and they're the most important part of what we do and working with them is is great um most of the time it's not not enjoyable is it that's a it's a challenge to um to and a key part of getting getting a building right is understanding what they're looking for and listening to them and so i think that's probably one of the biggest Challenges. Other things are, are difficult. Really, it's probably just the amount of work that we get through and the amount of time that we have. It's probably, the, by, by and large, the biggest thing. You, you're constantly having to to be pushing, which is yeah. Any any jobs like that, I guess, really. At the end of the day, so yeah. With 10, doing
0: architecture is this dream job. Yeah, we love it. One thing,
1: living hell. Yep. What would you put on the scale as architecture? Of 10? Oh, I'd put it as probably an eight. I think you know. I think there's elements of it that. Actually, one of the biggest frustrations is the the time that a project takes to materialize, I think, for me. I've been, I guess, a bit unlucky over my 10 years at it that a lot of stuff I've worked on hasn't been built. And so, you know, whilst I enjoy the design process, sometimes it'd be nice to see something come out of the ground. And I think that's probably why I said eight, and back to the, the woodworking thing too you make something and it's done, it's there, it materialises in your hands and there's something really enjoyable about that immediate kind of gratification. The challenges and the, the mix of types of work in architecture I think is probably what makes it great and um, yeah, eight, eight and a half maybe. Okay, the next question you also touched on is what are some of the
0: biggest challenges you face? and I guess then is there anything else you want to add to
1: that? I, mean, I have to say I've been really lucky in terms of workplace and people I've worked with have been like superb both in small practice and in in being in bigger practice as well and I think that can be a challenge for a lot of people I've been really lucky with that and that's been a real positive for my learning curve and I've had great people to learn from and work with other challenges I mean we're just balancing what life with work there's an inclination i think in architecture that you, you get so buried in a project that you just want to keep working on it sometimes and trying to balance that with your um, family and friends and everyone else as well can be quite difficult at times you know something you learn to do i think as well so over time you yeah, you kind of get used to that but overall it's a pretty i've got a pretty positive experience of of architecture generally so i'd encourage anyone who wants to do it to get into it really it's it's really good so
0: Yep. If You can go back to when you first started, say, so your first year of architecture school. Yeah. Would you have any
1: advice for your younger self? <laughs> would you do anything differently? Oh, I'd probably not lay everything to the last minute <laughs> um, that's probably the biggest thing i was notoriously would just noodle around for weeks and weeks on end and then you know pull something out at the last minute which is usually okay but just you would have to work yourself into the ground to get it done that's probably part of it and i think an, a, another thing i'd say is to look for more diverse opportunities through your studies as well as much as you can to really try and get the best out of that university experience you can because there's so many opportunities that you know i didn't i didn't necessarily take up for whatever reason at the time construction trips or um, exchanges or anything like that I think it's really beneficial to to broaden your experience and your scope of what you've done I think is probably what I'd say but either that or go and do something else no no No, not at all Um, I'm I'm pretty pretty happy with my, my choice so
0: How bloody cool was that? If you haven't checked out the full-length film Behind Closed Doors, The Life of an Architect, you've got to set some time aside for that because it's pretty incredible what some of these guys have to share with you, some information and resources that will be really helpful if you're thinking about studying architecture or you just want to get an insight into the profession. So if you want to check that out, you can click that button to the side here or if you just want to go on with the next interview, check check out that button to the side there. Catch you there.